Today, we are going to chat about boundaries. But I want to warn you, the first thing we are going to discuss may seem completely unrelated to boundaries, but I promise it is not. Rather, it's overlooked, and it's why I believe people have such a hard time setting and keeping their boundaries. And that is, we have no idea what we want. We do not know who we are or really who we wish to be. And we're not really clear on what is truly important to us. So because of that, we're not going to talk a lot about how to set boundaries because quite frankly, I think that's covered almost ad nauseum lately. You can go to infinite amount of resources and be told how to set boundaries. That's not really what we need help with. Rather, we're going to chat about how getting clear on who you are and what is important to you is so crucially important and how that will relate to your boundary setting practice and allow setting boundaries to become truly effortless. Many times when we feel like we are being a pushover, always saying yes and always being just sucked into things you would rather not be doing, it is because we have no clear idea on what our real priorities are. Are. So we're going to recap the highest self episode again. I told you this is a concept that applies to everything and it is something that is majorly needed when we talk about boundaries. You will never be able to set, let alone keep boundaries, if you are not aware of what is important to you. And you may think you know what is important to you, but if you're struggling in setting those boundaries, That knowledge is probably surface level, which means we need to go a little deeper. We need to do some digging around that. If setting and maintaining boundaries that keep you feeling amazing and not completely drained are important to you, but you're having a hard time doing that, start with self-questioning. This is one of those situations where if you want a different result, you need to be willing to commit to a different process. And the different process here is something we have discussed many times already in previous episodes, and that is the idea of self-questioning. So once again, I'm going to ask you to grab a pen and grab a piece of paper, give yourself some space, and give yourself the opportunity to reflect and ask yourself, who am I? Who am I? But here's the rub. Do not answer for your current reality right now. I want you to answer as if you were living as your highest self, as if you were showing up in life as you want to be showing up every single day. So imagine yourself in your real life. I'm not asking you to pretend and imagine that you're suddenly given millions of dollars in butlers. Like that's not helpful. That is not going to be effective in the least. Rather, imagine yourself in your life as it is right now, which is beautiful. And it is our responsibility to see it. So how can you see it, right? What does that look like? Imagine, who would I be if I was killing it? Who would I be if everything in my life was going effortlessly well? And just ask. Ask what those ask those questions and allow yourself to answer without judgment. Do not allow this to feel forced, which may feel foreign if you're new to the process of self-questioning, and that is okay, but that does not give you permission to quit, right? If something is new, it is going to feel foreign to us, but that is even more reason to continue doing it and, and make it our regular, make it our normal. Ask yourself what your habits and routines would be if you were living this life, if you were showing up how you wish to show up. So that would be things around how are you sleeping? What time are you going to bed? What time are you waking up? Yes, 
Little details like that are crucially important. Ask yourself, are you working out? You know, and how often are you doing so? What does that practice look like? How does this fit in with your work schedule? Because that's important. This is real life. So how are we fitting in all these things with our tasks and responsibilities? Are you working on that passion project you've been thinking about? Are you starting that side hustle? Are you making time to do something that fills your soul, be it signing up for an art class or taking time to write or taking time to dance because you used to love to dance when you were a teenager and now that you're an adult, you don't do that anymore. So ask yourself, what do I love to do? What lights me on fire? How can I add this into my life? And allow those answers to come and get them all down on paper. Basically, get very clear on both who you are when you are killing it, when you are showing up in life exactly how you wish to show up, and answering these things, asking yourself these questions, but answering them as affirmations, basically claiming them in the present tense. I know that there may be a disconnect between where you are currently and where you wish to be, and the first step to bridge that gap is claiming it. It is understanding what that looks like. So writing down these responses in present tense is powerful. And, you know, again, affirmations, it's something we've talked about in the past. It is something I believe in hugely. Affirmation have changed my life. I've seen them change the life of people that I've had the opportunity to work with. And there's something that people get tripped up on. There's something that people have a hard time doing or have a hard time, you know, I, I get asked a lot, well, what are good affirmations? Anything that you want is a good affirmation. And asking yourself these type of questions, who am I when I am killing it? Who am I when I am effortlessly thriving in allowing yourself to answer in present tense? That'll give you your affirmation. So I am happy. I am healthy. I am thriving. I am strong. I am goal-oriented. I am present. I am clear. I am divinely inspired. You get the point. (laughs) Get clear on who you are, who you wish to be, knowing that those two things are one and the same. Because as soon as you can see it, you can claim it. And as soon as you claim it, you can go out and be it. Trust me, this matters with boundaries. Uh, We'll get back there. (laughs) And then the next step in that self-questioning process is know your priorities, the inspired actions that are going to turn you into that person that you just claimed yourself to be and maintain that quality of life. So ask yourself, what do I need to do to allow me to feel my best, to allow me to show up in my life in a way that would make me proud, in a way where I can go to bed each night knowing that I lived and I lived the way I wanted to live? What does that look like? So if I am healthy, if that is something I'm claiming for myself, I know that I need to get eight hours of sleep almost all the time. That's non-negotiable. If I am thriving, that means I am not drinking every single weekend. That is not in alignment with the type of life I want to build. I need to wake up fresh in order for me to show up how I need to show up to do the things I wish to do. I need time to recharge. That is how I keep my creative juices flowing. I need time to work out, which means I may have to trade off time for some other things, and that's a trade-off I'm willing to make. So obviously, these are mine, right? And I am not saying or implying that they should be yours at all. It is crucial that you do this for yourself. You cannot take everything I just said and assume that that is what should also be in alignment for you and your highest self. That would do no good at all. Rather, take what I just said and use it as a permission slip to sit down and allow yourself to daydream, allow yourself to plan, allow yourself to ask those questions. Who am I? 
you know, again, asking, who am I when I'm thriving? Who am I when I'm living as my highest self? And writing them down in the present tense. I am happy. I am clear. I am present. I am inspired. I am creative. I am dedicated. Write all those things down. And then say, what would I need to do to actually be that person? What would that look like? Because obviously things need to happen every single day to allow that. So start asking yourself those questions, getting really clear on what that looks like. Because once you know who you are in the highest self sense, seeing and claiming your infinite potential, and you know what you need to do to support that, setting boundaries becomes so much easier. There are two more additional questions that will make setting and maintaining boundaries so much easier. And that is knowing your goals and knowing your needs. First with goals. I don't want anyone to think that you need a major goal at all times. You don't. I think that would be extremely toxic. So when I say goals, I mean things that will help you maintain forward momentum. And maybe you do have major goals. That's wonderful. That's fine. I have two that I'm working towards right now, but I don't like to think about them. (laughs) If I do, I'll become easily overwhelmed. I'll get a little anxious. So instead, I focus on the little things, the things I need or want to do every day or every few days to keep me moving forward. Things like getting enough sleep, getting enough movement, reading a certain amount of pages. And these are going to sound very familiar to my priorities because they are. And that's the goal. So when you ask yourself, okay, what are my mini goals? Because that's how I would like you to think about this. If you have a huge goal, that is wonderful. But let's shelf that and think about it in a more practical sense. Thinking about that major goal, but really getting clear on, okay, what are the little goals? What are the little goals that need to happen on a daily or weekly basis that are going to allow me to get there? You want the things that are important to you to be the focus. And yeah, they're going to look exactly like those habits that you just got really clear on when you asked yourself, what are the things I do when I'm showing up as my highest self? Asking, what is important to me? What needs to happen? What does the person I wish to be do? What do you need? What do I need to do that will allow you know me to live that life and live that life in an effortlessly fashion? And there you go. You have your little tiny goals, your little tiny priorities that you need to focus on, which has everything to do with setting and maintaining boundaries because inevitably situations are going to come up that we're unsure about situations that we know instinctively that we don't want to partake in but we start going into that internal dialogue of oh my goodness they're going to think I'm being antisocial they're going to think I'm a bitch for not going I never go anywhere they're going to think I don't care about them or they're going to think I'm lazy or whatever story that we run away with and what knowing our goals knowing our priorities knowing our habits that we wish to have and maintain does is it allows us to have a checks and balances. Does this thing fit in with my ideal lifestyle? Yes or no? And once you ask yourself that question, you get a really clear answer and there's your boundary. No, I can't do that. I don't have time for the office happy hour today. I can't sign up to be the class parent this week. I cannot do that. This is not in alignment. I don't have time on my schedule. And you set that boundary and it allows you to maintain your self-efficacy, but it also allows you to know that you're doing the right thing for everybody. Because when you're just constantly depleting yourself to keep others happy, they're not getting the best you either. And so everybody loses in that 
situation. Obviously, the same is true for needs, which I'm going to be redundant. They're going to look very similar to your daily habits, your priorities, the goal-setting things. Some of those are going to be needs. I need to sleep eight hours a night to feel my best. That is a non-negotiable. I need to get in my movement. That is a non-negotiable. You are going to find your needs when you start making these lists, when you start asking yourself these questions, and then you won't feel selfish about saying no when something will hinder you from meeting that need. I don't feel selfish when I say no to going out to grabbing drinks because I need my sleep. My family needs me to have my sleep. My business needs me to have my sleep. Like these things are more important. And we'll get to this, you know, in just a couple of minutes. But when you're setting those boundaries with kindness, your people, they're going to understand you. There's another thing with boundaries that I feel like is not discussed enough with this insurgence and the popularity of setting boundaries, and that is the importance of maintaining and keeping boundaries with ourselves. Because if we are having a hard time keeping boundaries with ourselves, then of course we're going to have a hard time keeping boundaries with others. And I'm not talking about self-efficacy as in telling yourself that you're going to work out three days a week and not doing it. That's a whole separate conversation. Rather, I'm talking about things that are not in alignment with your values, things that aren't in alignment with your morals, and again, who you wish to be as a person or who you decide to be because we know that at any moment you can change. That That's a beautiful thing, right? We can claim ourselves now to be, I'm a kind person. I'm a caring person. I'm somebody who lifts others up. I'm somebody who makes people feel good. You guys, affirmations. I'm going to plug them again. Rattle them off to yourself because they will change you as a person. But anyways, you know, getting clear on what that looks like. And so when I got clear that, okay, I want to make people feel amazing. I want to lift people up. I want people who are in my circle to know that they are supported by me, to know that I have their back. So that does not work. If I'm also talking shit, right? Or if I'm also gossiping. And that is something I feel like is universal for all of us. Very few people want to gossip. Very few people want to talk shit. But yet we do because we're humans and we're flawed and we get pissed off and we get angry and we need to vent and we need to all those things, right? And It feels good on some level. It absolutely feels good. And so I don't say that like to cause shame in anybody else. And and again, I'm always calling myself out here. This is something that I had to get clear on and something that I realized, okay, that's not adding any value to my life. It makes me feel like a shitty person. I cannot gossip. I cannot talk shit. That cannot happen. That's a boundary I need to set with myself. And I think that is a boundary that is probably pretty universal to anybody listening right now, right? You don't want to talk shit about people. You want to help people feel amazing. You never want your words to harm anybody, but it's something that comes up all the time. So how do we hold that boundary with ourselves without making the person who, you know, is going to come to us with this gossip? Because inevitably, that's what's going to happen is, is a friend, a coworker, anybody is going to come to you and they're going to start talking shit and you're going to be like, oh no, oh no, what do I do? And you're going to panic. And a lot of the times in the beginning, you know, hopefully, after listening to this, it'll be a lot easier for you. But in the beginning, it can be challenging because we haven't, again, gotten clear. We don't know, oh, no, this is not in alignment with how I show up in the world. This is not in alignment with my values. This is not in alignment with who I wish to be. Once you know those things, red flags start to go off. 
but we're faced with the issue of, okay, I don't want to piss off this person. And so we never want to look at the person who's probably not being malicious. They're just not aware, right? We don't want to look at that person and go, oh, no, 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 I don't gossip. Like, I'm up here. I'm just a morally sound person. I don't do that. We don't want to do that. Like, that's not fucking cool. We never want to make anybody feel like shit. And so what do you do in that experience? How do you maintain your boundary of, you know, I'm not going to betray myself. I'm not going to betray my values and my morals without making the other person feel like shit. You have to come up with phrases. So things like, that wasn't my experience with them. Or I'm sorry you went through that. Or yeah, that that sounds like it must have been frustrating to you. Something that allows you to ask them how they are feeling because that's really what's going on there. They want to discuss how they're feeling. They don't want to talk shit about somebody or a situation. They just want to discuss their frustrations. They want to talk through the situation. And so when you have phrases like that wasn't my experience with them or you know I've never noticed that about them, that allows them to kind of reflect and be Basically, you're saying, okay, your reality is your perception and life is one giant mirror. And so that can shut down an entire conversation really, really quick. And if it doesn't, it still puts them in the position of, oh, that my, I have to take ownership of this situation. I have to take ownership of my role in this situation without you sounding like, okay, I'm a high and mighty person because that shit sucks too. And if this is happening via text, well, that's really easy. Just don't respond, right? Like just act like you never got the message, which can seem hard and uncomfortable at first, but that's the thing with boundaries. They are hard and uncomfortable at first. When you start setting them and when you start practicing in these mini situations with which is just, you know, responding in ways that are in line with your integrity, in line with who you wish to be as a person, it makes boundaries in other areas like telling the coworker who always asks you to do their projects for them. It, it makes it easier to you tell you no. Like, no, I, I can't. I cannot do that. And so when you come up with who you are as a person, you'll start seeing all the little boundaries that you need to hold with yourself. And those little things matter. They matter hugely. And because I can't do a boundary episode without talking about how to set them with other people, we will quickly touch on it. But in short, it's not hard to do. I'm going to tell you, please do not do what I did like eight-ish years ago, nine-ish years ago, and that is fall off the planet. (laughs) That hurts people. That makes people question, you know, themselves. And that makes people question you. Don't just fall away. Don't just stop responding. Don't just stop going places. That sucks. I wish I could go back and live that period of my life over. Not that I needed to give anybody an explanation. I didn't. But I needed to tell the people I love, like, I just don't have the capacity for this. But I didn't. I didn't know how to. And so don't be like me. (laughs) Learn from my mistakes. Set boundaries with kindness. And that means not ghosting people. That's not setting a boundary. Ghosting people is not setting a boundary. Instead, just say I, what I just said. I don't have the capacity for this right now. And leave it at that. That's enough. You don't need to over-explain because when you start over-explaining, that that allows for holes, like situations where you don't want to drink, right? That's a boundary you have with yourself. I am not drinking right now. I am not drinking today for whatever reason. So when you're approached in whatever situation and somebody asks or, you know, asks you to do something or whatever, you just say, I'm not drinking. 
I'm not drinking tonight. And don't say why. You don't say, I'm not drinking tonight because I need to go to the gym early in the morning. Because that allows people to attack it. That allows people to, oh, you can miss a day. You can go later. You you have, you know, whatever. Or, oh, no, I really, I can't. I can't go to the company happy hour tonight because I need to get home. And just end it. Don't say I need to get home to take my dog out or I need to get home to make my family dinner because, again, that allows for holes. Oh, well, your husband can do it. Your boyfriend can do it. Your girlfriend can do it. It allows for people to kind of weasel you out of your boundaries. Setting that initial statement, no, and just leaving it, that's clear and it's kind because it tells people, I'm not going to be there. Don't expect that from me. I, I cannot do that right now. I cannot help you with this project. I cannot be class mom. I cannot you know be the soccer coach this year, whatever, and then just leave it at that because anything else will allow for them to keep pushing you. And you know, some people, they suck. And, and they will do that. And so don't open yourself up to that and don't allow yourself to be, you know, tacked down because the bad thing is every time you fold, when you set that initial boundary and then allow yourself to be talked out of it, it weakens your, it weakens your ability to do so the next time. And that sucks. But of course, if you're dealing with somebody you really love, like a family member or a really, really close friend, and you want to explain more, then absolutely, absolutely you can. But it can't come from a place of, quote unquote, explaining yourself, like just rattling off reasons of all the reasons you can't do. Tell them the truth. Tell them the kind and clear truth, which will almost all the time be something like, it just, this isn't in alignment with how I need to show off in my life right now. Like, that is incredibly kind. That is incredibly clear. And that allows people who really love you, they're not going to question that. They're going to support you. They're going to go, oh my gosh, yes, absolutely. Take care of yourself. Do whatever you need to do. Let that happen. That will be available to you, but we need to give the words to, you know, our people that will allow us to have these important conversations. And so really, in closing, the most important thing with boundaries after figuring out who you are, figuring out what is important to you, because you get those things clear and you can do anything, right? You can instantly go, oh, no, that does not fit in with who I wish to be. Or no, actually, yeah, I need to do that because I am somebody who you know, fill in your blank here. And so I need to do that. You have that checks and balances in place. And then keep them. (laughs) If you say, I am not going to, you know, do X, Y, Z, don't do it. Don't, don't do it because you're going to show those people that you're pliable, that, you know, you, you're a pushover basically. And some people suck. Unfortunately, they will take advantage of that. Do not allow yourself to be taken advantage of because the second you break, you second, you know, you pull a brick out from that foundation, the whole thing can crumble and that sucks. But also remember that the initial work, that's the hardest time. It's like anything. The first couple times you set a boundary, it's going to be uncomfortable mostly in your head, and you'll realize that, but it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to give you nervous. You're going to have all those stories of, oh my gosh, they're going to think I'm selfish. They're going to think I'm mad at them because I didn't go. They're going to think whatever, whatever people think. Here's the thing. (laughs) This is off subject, but it's true. What people think of you is none of your business. It is absolutely none of your business, be it people thinking you're amazing or people thinking that you're a horrible rotten troll. On either end of that spectrum, it is none of your business. And that is another just great freedom giver when it comes to boundaries. Are you taking care of yourself? Are you honoring yourself? Are you doing things that are in alignment with how you wish to show up in the world, with who you wish to be, with, yes, absolutely, how you wish to treat others, but how you wish to treat yourself? If the answer is yes, 
However people feel about that, it ain't your business. Take it off your plate. That ain't your burden to carry. That is the beautiful thing with boundaries because the kindest thing you can do for the people you love and even the people you just like (laughs) is keep your own cup full. Having solid boundaries in place allows you to keep your own cup full. Do not be scared about setting them because the people who love you will 1000% understand and the people who don't get it, well, you know, when people who show you who they are, you can kind of trust them. Or maybe they just suck at making boundaries themselves. And so they might be triggered by that. But guess what? Then you give them permission to show up differently too. You give them permission and to see that other things are available. You don't have to always say yes. Saying no is always an option. And of course, what our parents always told us, no is a full sentence. So I hope this helped. As always, you know where to find me. You can always hit me up with any questions. I love to hear from you. If this did help, I would be honored if you would share it on your social media, if you would tag me in it. I love, love, love to see it. And of course, leaving a review helps immensely. It's why I keep coming back here because I know that in some small way, this is helping you and that's all I want in life. (laughs) That's all I want in life. I just want an army of women who are just thriving and then we can just all go and thrive together and it's going to be fucking amazing. (laughs) So I will see you back next week.